Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Before I get the shake, let me tell you, give away a pair of Yankee tickets. It's the Tuesday special box office blitz because Thursday's fan day at Yankee Stadium against the Rays. And you're going to get tickets, but you're also going to get a, a fan microphone figurine, which I have no idea what it is. Yeah, I got a little update on that. What is it? It's like a little figurine. Well, let me looks, see one. Well, have I don't one? have one, but I'm saying oh. it also comes, it's like a little old school microphone where there's a button and you press it and it gives you a little bit of the John Sterling home run call. All right, great. Uh, I'm glad you could tell me that. Uh, 866-540-WFAN. That makes me excited about that. To be this hour's winner, field level, main level, terrace level tickets are all available at... Uh, the promotion. Click the uh, special vanity for Yankees links. And if you want, say WFN, you save 10% on a ticket. That's worth it. You can save 10% on anything. You, you take it. So just say WFN, you save 10%. And you get the thing they give you, too. So whatever the thing looks like, I haven't ever seen it. So I have no idea. Uh, and I could care less. Um, Schrager, what's going on? What's up, my man? You were talking about that Twitter headquarters like it was Lambeau Field or Cooperstown. What made it so good? You know, it is, I have to tell you. Mons will tell you, we were there yesterday. It is one of the great buildings. It is, they have things in there. First of all, they, every employee, they, may, they have a chef who makes meals, breakfast and lunch for the, everybody who works there every day. They don't want you wow. to be worried about that. So they have the, and then they have a coffee room where you go down and they have tables and chairs and it's a meeting room and they give you all different kinds of drinks and health drinks and uh, coffee and that's all free also. And they have stuff in there. They have gadgets in there that are unbelievable. You yesterday work off a microphone mirror where you hold this mirror up and it is actually a camera and a microphone. It is unbelievable. They have so many gadgets and is that the, is that the, the really, is that the sharpest building you've ever been in? It's really neat. It's unbelievable. It's every, every, every office should be like that. I mean, it is unbelievable. I love it. And you were talking about it with such praise. I mean, it's me, amazing because you got these bucket list items, right? I want to see a game at Notre Dame. I want to be, I want to go to the Twitter. Well, office, here's the man. thing. You know what they told me? I'm being serious now. They said, we compete for employees. We compete with Google. We compete with Amazon. We compete with Apple. 
we have to give our people a little more. We have to we have to give them a reason to come work here. We are competing for employees, and that's why we try to make their and, – and here's another thing. They have no offices. They have only rooms you go where you have to talk in secret. Otherwise, everybody works in the open together. Wow. It's, wow. a, it's really interesting. It's kind of state-of-the-art. That's pretty and, cool. It's pretty progressive. I, it really is amazing that they think this way. And I just, I, you know, it's, it's for these companies that are very obviously progressive and they're thinking about the future and they're competing in a different world. I just find it fascinating because, you know, I've never been a corporate guy and, and that kind of stuff. And, you know, I've spent my life in a, in a studio. So, I mean, you know, as long as there's a microphone, I'm happy. So, I mean, but it really is sharp. It's a couple of blocks from here, so it doesn't take long to get there. So, and they've been great to us. They really have. So it's been a lot of fun. It. It's been a lot you of fun. You think about the typical 20-year-old kid coming out of college. Oh, he'd go crazy. Go crazy to work the cubicle, there. Yeah. You know, bringing a bag lunch. But I guess that's not the case anymore. No, it's not. And if you're a kid they're competing for, man, they, go, they compete for you. I mean, they make it very clear they're competing for their, for their employees. So it really is a different world. All right, let's talk. Here, let's talk the NFL this way. Um, right now... Your the your landscape is the entire league, and yeah. your folks have called me a couple of times, and I want to come in one morning and do the show. I just haven't been able to get in because I got to get in so early in the morning to do your show. But I've been trying to get in there to do it one time, so I'll try to do it before Labor Day. Get in there one day to do the show. Open but, invite, obviously, yes, thank whenever you. you want. Thank you. So I will try. They've been calling me. I'll try to do that. But <laughs> give me the five things right now that interest you storyline around the league. Oh, I like this. I think John Gruden's fascinating. I think John Gruden is an interesting one. This is a guy who. Got a lot on his shoulders right now. You talk about the price tag, obviously, but you also have the best defensive player, maybe in the sport, holding out and not, not in dialogue with Will the team he at the be moment. traded? Will he be traded? I, I don't think you're going to find any team that's going to trade him without the contract worked out yet. And okay. this guy wants a lot of money. So it's going to be interesting how that one goes down. And then you got the Vegas move coming. The Raiders have to be good. Like the Raiders can't, can't just crap the bed this year. They need to be a relevant team in the NFL. And the NFL and CBS need them, too, because they're going to be in a lot of those 4 o'clock windows. I think the Raiders are fascinating. I love the five rookie quarterbacks. I, I don't think Lamar Jackson sees the field this year, but the other four I think will see the field sooner rather than later. And the way they're playing, actually, in the first couple preseason games we've seen shows they're light years ahead where people thought they were going to be. And then, you know, if you want to go around the league type stuff. Well, I mean, how Vikings, about you got, you got obviously San Francisco, which is going to take a quantum leap forward. I would think so. You know, I would think so. The question is, at the cost of who? Well, they got the Wonder Boy, though. He's the Wonder Boy. He never loses. He's the Wonder Boy. He's seven and zero as a starter. He's making one hundred thirty-seven million. You know, it's crazy. I did the math. He's making five and a half million more than Aaron Rodgers this year, and he's completed less passes than EJ Manuel in his career. But he's never lost. He's never lost. <laughs> he's never lost. He's, he's the, the Wonder Boy. Gonna he's never going to lose. That's um, it. He's the Wonder Boy. That's a great. He is a great story, though. He really is. You know. It's amazing. It's so intriguing, and you know he's gonna face adversity at some point this season. He hasn't faced it yet, and I'm curious to see how it goes. Uh, it, it's a, uh, it's an uphill climb, though. The Rams are really good. Like hey, them the and the Ra- fans, the Niners and the Rams. It's like old school again now. You know, with the Niners. Cool. It's yeah. It's been a long. It's been a long time for. But now it's Niners and Rams like the old days. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Uh, people are talking the charges up. I don't know if I buy that. I don't buy it yet either because they've lost to Andy Reid every single time they played against him when he's coaching as a Chiefs head coach. Since 2013, they haven't beat Kansas City. So, to me, last year they had that crazy run where they beat Dallas on Thanksgiving. They go into a Christmas Eve game at Arrowhead, and everyone's picking the Chargers to win. And they just couldn't get it done. So, I can't pick a team like that, which is great on paper, and they added Pouncey, and they added Derwin James, and all this stuff, if they've never won anything of a significance in the last five years. None of these guys have won a thing 
And besides Rivers, none of them have played in a big game. So to me, I got to pump the brakes on the Chargers. One of those teams that's getting a lot of offseason love because on paper, their roster looks great. Let's see them actually do it. Fox's Peter Schrager with us. Uh, now, um, you segued in nicely to the, to the Chiefs because people are saying crazy things about Mahomes. <laughs> and, and listen, they got to stop. And, and, and let me just say this. Mahomes, we know, has an incredible arm. And he will, because of the wide receivers he has, including the world's fastest human over there, he is going to throw probably three touchdown passes over 85 yards in, in length. It's going to happen because he, he can actually reach that guy on every play, but he's going to throw probably 25 to 30 picks. And it's going to be interesting to see how much Andy can tolerate that as it happens, as he lets this kid kind of go. What do you think is fact and fiction about Mahomes right now? It's either all in or all, or all pump the brakes. I'm all in. I am drunk on Mahomes. I love so it. You're one of the guys. I mean, you got people talking about him MVP. I'm like, whoa, wait a second here. Uh, I, now. I don't think, I don't think it's crazy. They look, they got rid of a guy who's taken the playoffs four to the last five years and was the third most efficient quarterback in the league. He didn't leave in free agency. They traded him away and they were looking for suitors. That's how good Mahomes was last year. I know how good his arm is, but he's got to learn the position. He threw three. He threw He threw it. I understand, and I know that staff. He threw a pick on the same play four straight times. (laughs) And I know a lot of the guys in the front office who are sending me text messages, Mike, of just random throws he's making Listen, in practice. He's insane. He's got it's like Nolan Ryan. He can throw it the is. ball forever. And he's got a wide receiver who can go that fast to catch it. We saw Jared Goff go from maybe the worst quarterback in football to an eleven and five record. We saw Blake Bortles play in a playoff game and win two of them last year. I, I don't think it's crazy to say, all right, this team was really good last year. They added Sammy Watkins. They added players on defense, and they got a better upgrade on quarterback. I know he's young, and I know he's not, and that sounds disparaging to Alex Smith, but it's fair to You know, Smith didn't make a lot of mistakes, though. The one thing, he couldn't hit, he couldn't throw an out, he couldn't, he could, and he underthrew guys a thousand times where he had I'm not going to knock Alex Smith. It's hard to win games playing from your 20 to your 20, though. That's and how they did it. It like, is, and, and, and so many times, if you saw the Chiefs in person, and I took my son, who's a Chief fan, to see them a couple of times, and he missed guys. He had 10 yards down the field two and three times a game. So I understand that. And Mahomes will get the ball out to him. We know that. But he also is going to throw a lot of picks. I think it's going to be fun. I think he will throw a lot of picks. I think Favre threw a lot of picks early on, obviously. I agree. I think this kid's going to throw a lot of touchdowns and a lot of picks. He's going to be a, he's going to be a highlight reel all the time. I, you know, I compared to the Dominique Wilkins, which is such a strange comparison because it's an 80s NBA player. But Highlight reel. That's exactly the He's word. He's a I'll highlight reel. Because you're going to get three passes a game. Where he threw one last year, Mike. They won against the Broncos, Week 17, meaningless game. They were already in the playoffs. They locked it up, and Mahomes started. He threw a no look pass in an NFL game. He looked all the way to the right sideline and threw it to the left sideline. His face not facing the receiver. That is not seen. Favre did that, and occasionally Aaron Rodgers will do that. He's doing it, and it's not a showboat thing. It's more just I. No, can't he do had, it. he is freakish. This guy. This guy has a freakish throwing arm. It's good to be excited too. Like it's it funny. is. It's you know what? The league has a back. lot. Listen, the league has a lot of. Here's where the league is so divided right now. It has a lot of great stories on the field, and it's got a lot of headaches it can't shake. And that's where the league is right now. And there's a lot of stories. You just mentioned San Francisco and their quarterback, Mahomes, and what he brings to the excitement he brings to Kansas City. What the Rams are doing right now. All the other young quarterbacks. Donald's going to light up New York if he starts, and I think he can. But you also, 
and and even having luck back will be big positive if he's healthy. God willing, he's healthy. But then you got the anthem thing, which they just can't get past. And I don't see any way they're going to get past it. I don't see how they can get out of their own way 23 days before the start of the regular season. I just don't see it. There was a chance this offseason to address it, but we saw in the first couple of preseason weeks, players are still protesting. Trump is still tweeting. It, there's... I, I don't know what they're going to do with this. They just got to kind of buckle up and hope they get through it because they've got a policy in place. Whether a team is actually going to fine an individual player, I don't know if that's going to happen. We'll see. We know the Jets owner, Christopher Johnson, already said he would not be willing to do that. Right. It's going to be a topic. And guess what? Midterm elections are coming up, and Trump uh, is not going to go quietly into the oh, night. Oh, no, he's going to be out there every day stumping. And he's going to be stumping. You don't think he's going to be stumping about the NFL when he goes to all these cities? He is. He's going to be, and he's going to be out there stumping like crazy. And he's going to, he said he's going, to, he's going to be out there every day after Labor Day pounding the, the pavement. And he's going to be out you know, uh, getting ready for the midterms, as you said. And he's going to bring the NFL into it all the time. There's no question it, about it. it, it it, it, it gets traction. It does all that. On the flip side of it, you got to hope that the American person at home watching television or watching football and loves football at the end of the day says, you know what, after a long week of work and all the stuff going on in this country, I just want to watch Patrick Mahomes throw the ball to Tyreek Hill. You know, I, and that's the hope. And the hope is yep. that football rules the day. And maybe it does, maybe it doesn't, but I'm along for the ride. I now, like I think, I think that, and we're talking, of course, with Peter Schrager Fox, I think – Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes to Tyreek Hill is going to be a lethal combination that will be, you know, of any you could think of. You know, uh, go back to the days of Cliff Branch. Go back to the days of uh, any wide receiver you want to think of, okay? Lance Allworth, anywhere you want to go. But I got one that I think is going to be even more productive in the league. Rogers to Jimmy Graham, it was made in heaven. It will be so lethal, it will be unbelievable. You got me so excited right now. I just love the enthusiasm, and that's, that's the beauty of August. I could throw out Cooks and Goff and say I feel the same way, because I do. And Graham but that's the, le- that's the perfect He's target. never had a good tight end. Never had a never target had a like this end. in the end zone. What Rodgers and what he can do and his accuracy, he, he and Jimmy Graham will be unbelievably lethal. Did you see the clip of him talking about his young receivers last week? No, I one? didn't, but I can tell you right now, he and Jimmy Graham, to me, are, are made in heaven. They, they are he, perfect for each other. He came out and lit up such a, you know him, he speaks things into truth. He says these things are great. He looked at the cameras and said, our young receivers played piss poor today. They did not bring it. If I'm bringing it, I want them to bring it. We're in a practice here, but you got to treat it like a game. And you could feel Green Bay just shake. Rodgers was not thrilled. Got a contract coming up. I feel like he's going to be going to tear this year. I think Rodgers is going to be absolutely incredible. He comes back from the collarbone. He gets Jimmy Graham. They add Muhammad Wilkerson. The things did not end great here in New York, but whatever. New start. That's a good player on defense. They've got a new offensive coordinator in Joe Philbin, who Rodgers loved. I think the Packers are going to be a force to be reckoned with. Give me the team you think from last year is going to take a step backwards. Oh, that's a good one. Step backwards. Buffalo's got a tough stretch here. They lost their quarterback, and then they lost two offensive linemen, and there's a lot of youth on that team. I don't see Buffalo in the playoffs again. I think New England takes a minor step back. What that means, I don't know. They could probably still be playing in the Super Bowl, but I don't think they're the same lethal team they were on offense. I just don't see how it is when you lose your left tackle, running back, and two wide receivers, especially Edelman to start the season. How about, you know, you know who I'm worried about? Atlanta. I'm not. I know they look crappy on uh, Friday night against the Jets. That's real eloquent. I just wondered, like last year, I kept expecting for them to pop, and they never got it together. They never. No, they didn't get it together, but yet their defense was so good in order to stretch that they shut down the Rams, maybe the number one offense in the league, and then 
the Eagles, the Eagles scored 12 points. I know they beat them, and they had a chance with Julio at the end, but you have to think with a full offseason with Sark and Matt Ryan and Julio getting his money and all these things coming in the right way, and they're all healthy, you have to think that team has too much talent to take a huge step back. Hey, you know, it, it's it, it's a wide open. It, it's a it, you know, it's. What always, do you think? Of, what do you think yeah. of Cam Newton and North Turner together? Listen, North's a shots guy. Uh, it, it's a good. It's a good offense for Cam. Cam's offense uh, will. North's offense will fit Cam uh, because North is a shots guy. It, it'll work. It'll be run, run, throw the ball. For purpose and take five or six deep shots a game. That's what Norv believes in. I think it'll work well. I think it'll take some of the pressure off Cam. I think they take away a lot of the underneath stuff with him, make it a running game and him a long passer, and then only run when it's third and everyone's taking a deep drop and run for first downs only. I think that's the kind of player he'll become. I think Norv does very well with those kind of guys. I think he'll yeah. work well with them. I really do. I think First of all, Norv's a very good offensive coordinator. Yes, he is. But he likes to take shots, as you know, and I think I think at this stage of his life, that's the best thing that could happen to Cam Newton. You know, it's so well, funny. they got to figure out that Cam Newton-Benjamin thing. I mean, what is that about? That was weird. It was weird. I know no one was happy on the Buffalo side that Kelvin spoke like that, but that's just, yeah, that's weird. I, you know, the NFC is so interesting, and I, I want you to, you know, as when you take a second at home, whoever's listening, look at the NFC. Find three, four bad teams. There really aren't any. And then, like, the NFC South is loaded with the Saints and the Panthers and the Falcons. The NFC North, it's the Packers, and the Vikings got better, and the Bears got better, and the Lions will be competitive. NFC East, the Cowboys aren't going to be awful this year. They're going to be better. Like, I don't see a bad team in the NFC, which means that someone's going to be gravely disappointed once the season starts. All right, well, tell me this. Uh, give me your outside opinion on the Giants and the Jets. What are you expecting from each? Improvement. I, you know, the Jets are fascinating because I think Darnold, I know you and I are in the same boat here. Just start him. He's that good. Uh, he's been unbelievable since he's gotten there, what everyone tells me, with the Jets. I just don't know if they're going to be a playoff team this year. And the they're, Giants, not a, they're not a playoff team. I don't see it for the Jets. The Giants, though, I, there's no reason they shouldn't be. They got to get through the first seven games. That's all. They can't get, get beat. They can't get, kill, they can't get killed in the first seven games. And I really believe, and uh, you know what? I think it's crazy to say this, but I'm going to say it anyway And because I, re- I believe it. That's why that first game is imperative for them. I re- I, it's a, it's just a game they got to get out and, and get. Let's see how Odell handles Jalen Ramsey talking in his face the whole game. Like that's a really interesting game because Jacksonville is. will hit you. Yep. And Jacksonville's defensive front seven is the best in the league, and the Giants absolutely. Line the and the line. Giants got to get that. They can't open that game up with a loss and then wind up be staring at zero and three. I mean, they need to win that first game. They really do. And I, I think, think that's a tough game. Be, that's a tough game. Jacksonville's going to be good. Yeah, and they're so. I mean, they are so tough. I watched their preseason game. I know you could say it means nothing. They just run the ball down teams' throats with Fournette, and they've got the big kid Norwell from Carolina who is the highest-paid offensive guard in history. They were the number one rushing team last year. They added the best offensive guard in football. It's, they're going to be a team to worry about, and especially in that game with the Giants' offensive line still being a question mark no matter how many fights Will Hernandez gets in in practice. I like him though. He's going to add I like some, him. He's tough. He's, he's going to, and I, that's I'm what they need. They need over some over the the storyline of oh, he starts fights in practice. Okay, let's see. He's a rookie. Let's see how it goes. They they need a tough guy though. They need a tough guy. They really do. And I and listen. I don't care how many fights he starts in practice either. But he they need a tough guy. What the Giants have is they have explosiveness again, and they have it at running back. They have it at wide receiver. They have it at tight end. And as long as they can protect him, they can make some plays. But uh, the defense is a question mark. It really is. I got I got sure. and they got a new coordinator. And we got to see how it goes. 
lose, but they, they really have some questions on defense, and they have some very tough games. Those first seven games are brutal. They really are. Very tough. If they, can he, get three, if they go three and four, they're okay. I mean, that's oh. if three and four would be fine. I get to do the games on the sidelines, and I did a lot of Arizona Cardinals games over the years, being on the third or fourth team for Fox. And I'll tell you, James Betcher, the defensive coordinator, not a household name. He got head coaching looks this year, and the Giants got him as a defensive coordinator. Around the league, he's really respected. I think at that alone, you know you're not getting some guy who's a has-been or has done it before and is kind of just a castaway. This is a young, smart defensive mind. At the very least, you know you're going to get some blitzing packages, and they're going to be aggressive on D. All right, what are you doing now this year? Anything different, or are you doing the same stuff? I'm going to be doing sidelines, and I'm going to be doing the Fox LA kickoff show on Sundays, which is at 11 a.m. Eastern. Um, that one's with Tony Gonzalez and Michael Vick and a few other guys. It, it feeds into the bigger show, but I'll be in the studio with those guys. So you're on, you're on the NFL show network on, uh, every day. Monday to Friday, 7 yep. to 10 a.m. Yep. You're on that show still. Good morning. is, uh, is uh, The Good Morning Football show is still on, and you're 7 to 10, right? Yeah. And then you're on Sunday. You're on from L.A., and yep. then you got to go do the sideline after that. Yes. That's a busy schedule. Good to be busy these days, Mike. I'll take it. Well, good. Well, all right. We'll talk to you again, obviously, before the season opens. Have fun. We'll talk to you along the way. You're the best. Thanks, Peter. Take care. Peter Schrager. All right. You can tell he's all excited. There are a lot of storylines in the league. There's a lot of exciting young players. There's a lot of good offensive teams. There's good matchups. There's a lot of, you know, it is. Everybody looks like they can play. That's that's really kind of the point. But, uh, and they all can't. We know that. Uh, But, uh, it's going to be interesting. It really is. Uh, some of those teams where they're talking up, I mean, they're talking up Mahomes. Like, I understand he can throw the ball 90 yards in the air. I understand all how crazy his arm is. But he is going to make a lot of mistakes. He's going to throw a lot of long touchdown passes. He really is. Because if you ever go see the Chiefs play, and I've seen the Chiefs play a couple times in person in the last two years, Tyreek Hill gets behind in the secondary all the time. <laughs> All the time, he's he gets past everybody, and Smith couldn't get him the ball, and he used to get crazy because he couldn't get him the ball. Mahomes, you know, he can get him the ball. He's going to throw him the ball down the field. I mean, he just the, the guy's got a crazy arm. Now you got the fastest guy, and you got a guy who can reach him. That's the idea. It's going to be fun to watch. But I love Jimmy Graham because Rogers and his improvs hitting Jimmy Graham in the end zone with his size and his hands. Oh, scary! Back after this.